Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet is here. Thank you for tuning into our broadcast. You know, a few months back, I redid my testimony of heaven. And we want to take you into part one. There's four parts to this thing. And people just love it. Over half a million people looked at it on Facebook, or on, on the social media. Heaven is a wonderful place, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm excited about what's waiting for me and for you. So I want you to sit down, man, get a cup of coffee or something, and watch this. It's going to bless you and minister greatly to you. And buddy, if you're born again and know Jesus Christ, you are going to experience the same things. This happened to me in 1988, and I decided to retell it. So I want to go right now to part one of my testimony of heaven. It's going to bless you. Watch. 1988, Pastor Paul Trokel was pastoring Magnolia Christian Center. I had preached there before under the pastor leadership of G.C. Kirksey. I know these names like the back of my hand. I went to preach, so. And I was put at the Best Western Hotel, room 105, there, and I started my meeting. Sunday morning, Sunday night. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Well, we had a glorious service. And on, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, I believe it was Monday, Sunday morning, Sunday was my third service because I preached Sunday morning, Sunday night. Pastor Paul said, let's have, let's, let's have lunch. And across the street from the Best Western Hotel was a, a, a steakhouse called Western Sizzler, Sizzler, a Sizzler, something like that. And uh, I said, okay, he said, just meet me over there at, at 12 o'clock. I said, okay. So I walked across the street and when I got there, there him and a, uh, I guess one of his associates was with him. Uh, I, didn't, I don't remember the gentleman's name. He said, well, Jesse, you got to go in the line, pick your steak and baked potato, blah, blah, this and that. I said, okay. So we sat and we did all that, you know. And when I sat down to put the steak down, I just, I heard the Lord say, go back to your room. Go back to your room now. Now I know that voice. And I mean, I mean, the snakes, shh, you know, everything's hot. And I said, Pastor Paul, I got to get back. I got to go back to my room. And, and I said, let me pay for this. And I think I put $100 on the table. Oh, no. But I said, he said, are you sick? Something wrong? I said, no, nothing. I'm feeling good. I want to eat this steak. I said, but I got to get back to my room. I just, I just got to get back to my room. I said, I'll see you tonight, okay? Is that okay? Sure, but are you sure you're not sick? You sure? I said, no, I'm feeling fine. I, I, I said, but I... And then he asked me, well, why you got to go? I said, I don't know. Okay. So, man, I went like that and I opened up my room and I took the do not disturb sign. I stuck it on the uh, doorknob and I closed the door. And I knew something was heavy on me. And I, I said, man, I got to pray this thing out. I, I don't know what it is. And I looked at the clock, you know, with them little red lights, like a clock that you see in a hotel. And it was like uh, one o'clock. And I knelt down. And I said, Lord, I don't, you know, I started talking like me. I said, Lord, I don't know. And all of a sudden I heard, and I thought, my God, there's a tornado coming here. You know how a tornado sounds? And I went, oh, and I, I'm about ready to get up. And then I was sucked out the room. I went, oh, I mean, I literally hollered, whoa. I mean, you know, now it wasn't a vision. I, how did you get through the ceiling? I don't know. I don't know any of that. I'm like the apostle Paul. I don't know what I was in my body, out of my body. All I know, I went through that roof. And I was put into this kind of a, uh, looks like a ski car, but closed in. And it was the same blonde-headed angel that had talked to me in Jonesville, Louisiana. I went, hey, how you doing? He said, hi, Jesse. I said, where are we going? 
And, and it was, I mean, we were moving at a phenomenal rate of speed. And I think the only reason why I was in that contraption was to protect me, not to protect the angel. Because I'm in a flesh body. See what I'm saying? I mean, traveling at a phenomenal rate. He said, you have an appointment with the most high God. I said, I do. What I do wrong? <laughs> now, I didn't put that in the book, but I asked him that. He said, you didn't do nothing wrong. Or otherwise, you wouldn't be here. He said, we'll be there in, just, in a very short time. I, I, I don't know how fast we were going. I knew we were moving. Glenn, we were moving, man. I mean, and all of a sudden, I began to kind of like feel the brakes slowing down. And and he just stopped. He said, and he opened the door. And when he opened the door, I was in the most beautiful place I ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen reds like that, blues, purples, gold, grays. When I say color, I mean color like I've never seen in my life. Because there was no stain of sin on it. And I walked out. And the angel said, you're in paradise. I said, paradise? And I looked and I could see the city, which seemed like millions of mansions all around it. And it's a three-place tier. There's the throne. There's the New Jerusalem. Then there's paradise. See, paradise looks like a country, beautiful green fields, valleys, mountains. And I was thinking in my mind, God, this looks a lot like earth. But the angel could hear me thinking. He said, it's the, the earth is the Lord's taste. I said, yeah, that's right. I said, man, glory to God. And you can't use praise phrases because they do it. You know how we say praise the Lord? No, glory. I went, glory to God. He goes, glory to God. Glory to God. And I go, glory to God. And everybody around going, glory to God. You just got to watch what you say because they do it. Glory to God. And I'm shouting. And I look and I, and I felt like the needle. He said, do not kneel before me. You have an appointment with the most high God. And I looked and I'm just standing there. It just, I just couldn't get over how beautiful. It was vast. It was here. Heaven's a planet. It's about the best way I can describe it in the natural. And I, I don't know what to do. And I, and I want to say, praise God, but I knew, but I did it anyway. I went, praise God. He goes, praise God. Yeah, I mean, and he didn't have wings, this, this angel, but there was a lot of them that did. And I mean, people start praising God. And here comes another one of them contraptions that I was in. And it comes, I don't know who this, this person comes out and this man goes, I made it. I made it. I can't believe I made it. And he fell on the ground and started kissing the ground. I made it. I made it. I thought, yeah, but you see, he didn't have clothes like I did. He had a gown on. How you know the people is clothes, the, uh, the clothes of office. Like if in the military, you know a general when you see him. You know a colonel when you see him. You know a lieutenant colonel when you see him, a full bird colonel. You know, and they, that, 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 that clothes of office dictates their position there in heaven. But this man had a gown. And there was another angel who said, let me guide you. Now, people were lining up, heading for that city as fast as they could, but they didn't have gowns. Some of them had gowns, but most of them had big robes on, gorgeous robes with top stitching. Beautiful stuff. I mean, just, and I thought, 
man, look at the clothes in there. But all of a sudden, I saw the people with the gowns, they kind of get close, and they'd get out of line. And, and, and the angels would move them over to where the river of life was. And they would, they would eat a piece of fruit and take the leaves and do this. And I said, well, they're not going to go to the throne? He said, yes. But he said, the great God Jehovah is merciful. But they didn't live the way they were supposed to live. But the great God Jehovah was merciful. They will learn and eventually get to the throne. And I thought, man, I am something going wrong with me. I'm here. And, so, and then when I got back, I checked it out in the book of Isaiah. He said he gives us a garment of salvation and a robe of righteousness, which is totally two separate things. And I physically saw that with my own eyes. That's why in the book of Isaiah, you ought to go read it. It's a garment of salvation, which means to show that they were saved, and a robe of righteousness. Now, as I, I thought, man, I'm looking like that. And this, I was thirsty. The angel said, you're thirsty? I said, yes. He said, I'll get you some water. And this man said, I'll get him the water. And I looked. Oh, my, my short cord. I'm getting goosebumps. Excuse me a minute. Whew. He's thick, barrel-chested man. He said, hello, Jesse. I'm your father in the faith. I'm Abraham. I went, and he, he's thick, barrel-chested. Big man, you ought to have seen his clothes. You talk about a general. This boy was more than a four-star, five-star, ten-star. See, I, everything I thought about heaven was totally wrong. I thought Peter at the gate, that ain't true. No, no. You know, just people saying all that kind of stuff. The first person you meet is your father of faith, Abraham. He said, you thirsty? I said, yes. He said, let me get you some water. And he had a goblet with sapphire and diamond and emerald. I thought, my God, look at that cup. He said, drink this. And I was dehydrated and I would do this. I said, what's happening? He said, you're going to have to eat some fruit so you can withstand the glory of God. And that's why I knew I was in my physical body. Because if I was in a, uh, in a vision, I wouldn't have got weak, you know, or spirit body or something like that. I mean, I mean, I would do this and I'd do that. And the angel said, you okay? He said, and I started talking to him. And I just had a wonderful time. I want to just stay there and talk. And the angel said, we must move on. You have an appointment with the Most High God. I saw a man, the only other person other than Jesus that had a crown, he had a red beard, and that was King David. I saw him from afar, and Jesus assigned him to bring me to my house. But that's, I'm going ahead of myself right now, but we'll get to that in just a minute. So he gave me, and we start talking faith. Now, I didn't put this in, I said, I said, how'd you do it? I said, how'd you do it? Abraham, how'd you do How could you lay your boy down? He said, well, I had a choice, but I chose the right choice. He said, just like you. I said, oh, I didn't do nothing what you did. He said, yes, you have. See, you don't know how God judges you until you get there. You think, well, I, you know, I'm just a normal little Christian about this. And, oh, but God has a different scale of moving and touching people. Like, you, you know, we think, you know, this and that. We think God is far above all that. So I'm just talking to him. And he hugged me and he laughed. And I thought, I'm being hugged by Abraham. And I just couldn't get over that. I was just sitting. And the angel said, Jesse. They didn't call me Brother Jesse. 
They didn't call me Reverend Jesse. They didn't call me Reverend Doctor or Brother. They just called me Jesse. That's what Jesus called me, Jesse. I never called him Reverend Christ. I just called him Jesus. First name basis. And I was trying to do something for the angel. And he said, no, no, we're servants here. I said, Abraham, let me do it. He said, no, no, we're servants here. We serve each other. You have an appointment with God Almighty. It's exciting. And I said, listen, we need to talk more. I said, can I stay here a while? No, they keep your own schedule. You know what I'm saying? Now, by this time, I'm seeing beautiful places. I mean, just places, just gorgeous. So I'm walking like that, and there's these flowers. The heads of the flowers are about this big, if everybody can see me. And they're beautiful. And I stopped. And the angel said, you can walk. He said, they're spiritualized. I said, what? He said, you won't crush them. Nothing dies here. He said, step. I stepped and it went through my legs. As I walked by, Judy, they took, like as if they could see me. They turned. I thought, my God. And I mean, big, beautiful flowers just waving in the breeze. I said, what is that? He said, that's the fluttering of angels' wings. He said, it's all over. I said, what's that wonderful smell? He said, that's the fragrance of God. Wow. I'm still looking for that smell. I smelled it one time just a little bit at Lakeside Mall. <laughs> I know that smell. I can't tell you what it is. But a lady walked by me and I just, I'm like, God, that's that smell. And I looked at her. That's when I was going to get one of them coats. Uh, uh, coats, you know, when he's a uh, sport coat. And she said, how you doing, Brother Jesse? I said, you must be very close to God. She said, I am. It's a pleasure meeting you and walked off. I wanted to go. <laughs> you know, but she kind of walked off. But it was just a tinge, George. But I can't t explain to you how it smells. It just smells wonderful. And it, it just gives, it just goes in your body. And I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. So as I'm walking, nothing. I kept looking around and I noticed that there were no shadows. So I asked that angel, I said, you're not casting a shadow. He said, God is light in whom there's no darkness, no shadow of turning. There's no darkness here. He wasn't quoting scripture. He was telling me there's just no darkness. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you look up there, you see the, you see the shadows. And even though we got light in here, that doesn't happen. That doesn't exist in heaven. There's no darkness. There's no decay. There's no dust. Zero dust. None of that. That's decay. Think about that for a minute. So, when I, I, so I'm just walking and enjoying myself. But every time I, I want to stop, I, I, want, I wanted to look at things, you know. But I'm walking about this fast, I guess you could say. And the angel walking beside me, Randy. I mean, it was just a big old boy. I mean, big. All of a sudden, here come kids like you girls, about her size. They come out. And in paradise, they're pavilions where they come out and sing and perform. And I asked Abraham, what are you doing in paradise? He said, paradise belongs to me. It's my bosom. I said, that's where Jesus walked over and went to Abraham's bosom and set the captive. He said, so you've read the word. <laughs> he said, it's my place. It's mine. 
That's his bosom. I said, yes. These little girls and boys coming. I mean, bunches of them. And it looked like a harp to me, about the size of this we do And they were playing and they were singing. And I said, who's all these children? He said, these are children that the world did not want. He said, but the great God, Jehovah, is merciful. He said, and they love to play and sing for Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, seeing those children in heaven was amazing. I mean, totally amazing. Because, you know, people, I had totally different concept of what heaven was all about until, I, until that happened. You know, I thought about this, people said this, and none of that was true. It was just a wonderful place. I'm going to tell you about them kids. They truly love to sing and play music for Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, and the smells. My God, the most beautiful smells and beautiful sound I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I'm going, what, 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 what is that? He said, that's the fragrance of God. God permeates the whole, I call it a planet, the whole New Jerusalem, the whole planet. It is wonderful. I'm telling you one thing, you got to go. <laughs> you just got to go. You know, you know, people write to me every day about my trip to heaven since I redid this thing. I have a few questions I'd like to answer today if it's okay with you. Here's one from Shelly. If we are born again Christians, will we be judged on judgment day or will our sins be erased? Well, first of all, we're going to be at the judgment seat of Christ, Shelly. In other words, the great white throne judgment, that's for the center. That's for the people like that. So let me tell you something. Uh, your sin has already been erased when you ask Jesus to be Lord of your life, not when you get to heaven here. And that's such a blessing of the Lord. Here's another one. This is from a lady named Ann. She asked this, did you see any food in heaven? And if so, what did it look like? Well, I was given a, a look like a, 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 about the size of a apricot or a, 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 not a very small apple and it was copper colored and it tastes real sweet. That's what I saw. But I tell you one thing, uh, I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. And I don't doubt if they do serve food, it's going to be the best we ever ate in our life and eternity. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to go. You just got to go. Here's another one from a girl named Lisa. She says, do you think that the people you saw wearing gowns will be able to upgrade to a robe? Now, I can't, I don't know if that's true or not, but I believe they will. Because you see that they weren't quite where they should be. They were saved, but they didn't live the way they should, you know, in certain areas. But I really believe the great God, Jehovah, is wonderful. And all of us are looking to go to that throne room. Buddy. And I want to tell you something. I really believe. Now, that's my personal opinion. I think they'll be upgraded. They're just going to have to learn. And maybe you'll be the one to teach them or I'll be the one that teaches some things. Oh, what a blessing of God. I want you to know you have a home in heaven. You understand? Not only here, but in heaven. Maybe you know about Jesus, but have you have but you've never met him personally. I would love to introduce him to you. Can I do that right now? Would you pray this prayer with me? Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you, Lord, to receive this person. They believe with their heart. They accept, and they say with their mouth that you rose from the dead. They accept you. Lord, wash all their sin away. All those different things, Lord, because I need another brother. I need another sister in the Lord. Thank you for saving people, reaching people right now through this simple prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Guess what? Guess what? You just prayed a prayer with me. Congratulations. You are in the family of God. You see, it's not about a feeling. It's about faith. And I want you to do something if you don't mind. Please let me know if you just prayed this prayer with me. I want to send you my free book, Understanding Salvation, to help you with your new walk with Jesus. See, this is not religion. 
This is, hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. This is personal contact. All you have to do is go to jdm.org and click on, do you know Jesus to request your copy? Pretty simple, isn't it? Now, you see, it's something I feel right now. You said, man, I, I just prayed a prayer. What happened? Well, Christ came into your life. Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. Isn't that a blessing? And boy, wait till you get to heaven. Oh, Lord, you're going to have a wonderful time. You know, I, I, that's one thing I don't like about my ministry. I, I, I travel all over the world, preach to thousands upon thousands of people. But one day, one day, maybe not here, but there, we'll be able to sit down and just talk. It's going to be a great time. Hallelujah. See, there's a camaraderie already between me and you because you prayed that prayer. Isn't that a blessing of God? Let me say it again. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Glory to God. Get that free book. You'll be blessed. Kathy is coming right now to share her glorious moments. These are testimonies that you people send in that we love to just tell people about. And we call it glorious moment segment because it is glorious to give God glory. So Kathy, take it away. Bless the people. Bless me. Bless the Lord Jesus Christ now. Welcome to Glorious Moments. I have four powerful testimonies of supernatural provision that I hope will encourage you today. This first one is from the United Kingdom. Since becoming a partner with your ministry, my finances have steadily increased. I give God the glory for what is happening. Thank you. Glory to God. You know, and this next testimony is from Texas, and it's powerful. It says, within one year, we bought our home, paid off our truck, paid off all our credit cards and all the debts we owed. Thank you for helping us learn how. Thank you for all your great work for Jesus. I love that. And this wonderful testimony next is from Florida, a couple. It says, I just started giving to your ministry and have already received an increase in my job. And my husband received a $3 per hour raise. This is awesome because he has not received a raise in seven years. I believe more is coming. We love your boardroom chats. That is awesome. You know, and this last testimony came to us from Canada. We have been partners with your ministry for a couple of years now, and we would like to share with, with, what, with you what God has recently done for us. Near the start of this year, we had decided to double our monthly seed to the gospel, and within a few months, our finances increased exceedingly more than in the previous six years. Plus, we are completely debt-free. What a blessing. In addition, we've been believing God for a new car. Just weeks, a few weeks ago, someone who is not even a believer wrote to us and offered to give us a Mercedes-Benz E350 four-door sand formatic. God is so good and faithful to his word. That is so good. You know, Jesus said in John 10, 10, I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. This is the kind of life that Jesus came to give to you, and it's a good life. And God wants to do something for you today, so believe him. Be encouraged by these great, great, glorious moments, and let me know what God is doing in your life. I want to share it with the world. You see, heaven is wonderful. And I said, what am I doing here? He said, you have an appointment. Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Order your copy today at jdm.org. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm enjoying talking to you today, and I know this is a blessing to you. And I have a book that I wrote many years ago called Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. It has gone all around the world, changing lives for many years. I encourage you to get a copy for yourself and for someone you love. It will bless them. To order it, just go to our website at jdm.org. Get this. If you don't have it, get it and share it with people after you read it. It will bless you. Partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do. Without you, we could not do what we do today. I say it all the time, and I believe I'm going to say it till Jesus comes. I trust you, and you trust me, and we both trust God. Because without our trust in God and each other, nothing would happen in life. I want to thank you for being a partner. If you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. Isn't that amazing? We've been totally debt-free since 1982. Think about that. That's a miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ. Me and Kathy personally, and ministry too. We owe no money on nothing. What a blessing of God. Also for your November uh, partnership, we're offering today's message in its entirety, my testimony of heaven. There's so much more that you didn't get to hear today. So go to JDM.org to get your copy today. And remember, get this, man. Order it. If you don't have it, some of you probably wore it out. Get another one. My God, it will bless you and minister greatly to you. Once again, partners, I can't thank you enough. I I, I feel so limited to say thank you. I I just want to do so much because so many people getting saved, ministered to, blessed and touched, my Lord, in every area and even with tragedy. And, you know, we had a tragedy in New Orleans, you know, with this hurricane. And my God, we able to, we getting people saved, healed, touched, blessed, beside blessing them, bless them with food and all the different things. It was just such a blessing. But, you know, the greatest gift is the gift of salvation. And that's what it's all about. And partners, you help me do that. Man, I want to tell you something. You are never a day without prayer. We pray for you every day, every day. I mean that. You know, I say, I say, I pray it like this. Lord, bless my partners, wherever they are, that everything they need, desire, and want will be given to them, spiritually, physically, and financially. And Lord, and all those that I said uh, that I wouldn't pray for, I pray for them today. I may have missed it many, many years ago, maybe 40 years ago. I pray. See, I ask God, go back in time in his mind. He can, I can't because I don't have that kind of ability, but God does. So partners, thank you. Now don't miss next week, part two of this, te- my testimony of heaven. You'll be blessed. Thank you for helping me. For every dollar you give, we get a soul into the kingdom. That's what we believe for. And we know how to believe here at this ministry. And until next time, this is Jesse the Plan saying we love you. Bye-bye. Are you ready to experience the Christmas story like never before? In his book, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Jesse Duplantis delivers an insightful, fresh look at the manger and beyond. You'll be inspired to have a higher life of faith as he explores the mysterious ways God moves. Get ready to elevate your character with the characters of Christmas. The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Uncommon lessons from the Christmas story. Order your copy at jdm.org today. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost. 
so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. I looked at the holes. I didn't realize how big those nails were. You know, I was thinking a hole like this. I could see right through the holes at the ground. Then I saw this liquid like doing this. I didn't put this in the book, but the Lord said I could reveal it. I said, what is that? He said, you know that statement I gave you? He said, that's liquid God.